What is going on, everyone's, everyone's, everyone's? We are here, and we are back with another episode of... Is My Point Valid? Yes, indeed. We in this thing once again, and today's topic is going to be... But hold on. Before we start, I'm Brandon D. And I am Camille A. Stalker. And we're going to get into it with uh, this episode, so... uh. The topic for today is going to be affirmative action. Yes, indeed it is. And as some of you may know, and some may not, depending on who you are and how informed you are, the Supreme Court has just passed a ruling that says affirmative action in two schools specifically, which are Harvard and UNC of Ch- at Chapel Hill. Uh, they say that affirmative, affirmative action is unconstitutional. How you feel about that, baby? I think I agree. Um, <laughs> I think I all agree. Right. Um, so on Thursday, wrap this topic up. That's <laughs> it. That's all we got. I agree. Um, on Thursday, I saw the, the little thing came up on my phone, and I was like, well, "So what's happening?" Because, like, let's be honest, are we really following what's happening? Um, yeah. <sighs> not until it pops up and things have been passed, and then you're like, "Oh my gosh, uh, no, the world is I wasn't ready. <laughs> right? And so I saw it, and then I was like, "Okay, let me read this, and let me read the the." I downloaded what the Supreme Court like submitted and all the verbiage and all that. Then I had read a news article, and then the next day, and then I didn't see anything wrong. I was like. Cool. Oh, well. This is, this is pretty awesome. I, that was then. it. I thought that was the end of that. And then the next day in homeschool groups, I saw it. Then Brandon's like, did you hear it? Yeah, I read it yesterday. I ain't, it was no big deal. Like, Black people big mad, though. But pe- people were, were mad. And I was like, well, why are we mad? Because I saw it as a win. A win. I didn't see it, I didn't see it as anything negative. I didn't see it as, um, as discriminating. I see it that they were taking discrimination away and putting and putting forth merit. If you think about it, it's really racism. Yeah. That's that's racism. Straight up. The way that we be hollering racism, but that uh-huh. is racism. Because they are directly attacking a group of people, which is the Asian community. The Asian and com- those are the ones who actually brought this to the Supreme Court's attention because they were being overlooked based off of the color of people's skin. Now, historically, Asians are one of the more intelligent groups of people. And our, the race is not really a thing. Race is really made up because there is only one race, and that's the human race. So we're going to use the word ethnicities. So historically, Asians are one of the smarter ethnicities. They are one of the more hardworking ethnicities and they, their family structure is based on merit. Mm -hmm. So they felt like they were being discriminated against because they weren't even getting the opportunities that other people were based on this here affirmative action. They were actually allowing people who weren't really qualified to enter into these schools. And what they found out and what studies show is these people, even though they may have been the head of their class in high school, they still weren't up to par when it came to a prestigious school like Harvard. 
like an MIT. So when they put these people in there, the failure rates of African-American Hispanics went down because it's almost like they were allowing people who shouldn't even been there. Mm-hmm. But these, these studies also show that these same people would have been at the top of their class on the collegiate level, if they would have just went to a lesser uh, educated school, mm-hmm. like a, a, a HBCU, mm-hmm. for instance, mm-hmm. or a regular university, mm-hmm. but they're placing these people inside of prestigious, highly educated schools and expecting them to thrive. Mm-hmm. And they found out quickly that was not the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they couldn't keep up. Um, if you listen to some of Thomas Sowell's stuff, he's, he was saying it years ago that studies studies were showing, statistics were showing that black women and... In, 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 um, black folk. Yeah, what, men and women. I had to get it. I couldn't think of the words. <laughs> that black men and women who were in these institutions, they were not, you know, testing well. They were not retaining the information that was... Um, coming to them in the classrooms and uh, they weren't even choosing classes that I think were challenging to them. So if you don't, if you're not and that makes me go back to think of everything that we are kind of, that we say about the public school and how the public school is kind of failing and what they are teaching. And like I, I've, I've watched so much stuff, but I had watched something that was in Detroit and his daughter had went to the military but she was not on the math level that she needed to be in in the military. Huh. And so she had to they had to create this whole remedial course for her because they had never seen anybody <clears throat> come into the military who was that far behind in math. Wow. And so you know, we she was black and this is in Detroit. So you have to look at the also public the, the public were, school were, yeah. and but where they're located at like yeah. right what states and everything. So in Texas Texas is probably bad, right? Texas is probably perhaps bad. But if you if you look at the things, the statistics, if you look at like places maybe like New York, places like Detroit, Chicago, it's children who are in high school. Are they lowering the standards? The standards? Yeah, because that's what they were doing in Detroit. They they lowered they, the they, standards. They, they were probably doing it for that no child left behind yes, stuff. That's exactly they want to just why. keep they just want to get you keep keep it moving. Keep so it moving. If you're lowering something and then you say you're valedictorian because yeah. you have a four and you're gonna get it you fill out your college applications and Harvard looks at it and it's like, Oh, well, okay, this is a four and then it's a criteria of, oh, you're black too, right? So you meet it. Do they do they still do the essay writing? I because know. I they feel should. like I feel like if you have to write an essay, <laughs> that should be a tall tale sign. But how many people will get help on it? You know, this is true. You know, today, today, and then the AI at, and everything. The chat GPT, right? <laughs> let's 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 help let's help yeah. me out with this. Yeah, just switch up a couple words, and they won't know as a robot. So they were lowering standards. So if you're lowering standards, really, you wouldn't should not qualify to be in anybody's college. Straight up. Like, because this real world is not going to lower the standards for you unless it's affirmative action. Unless it's affirmative action. That is what affirmative action has done all these years. It glorifies mediocrity. And uh, we were, we, you had showed me the interview with Joy Reid, and she was saying she was, cho- it was affirmative action. and But she, but the thing with her is 
she was making the grades. She would have qualified anyway because she was focused. And so then she tried to say, well, Clarence Thomas, the Supreme Court justice who voted for to take away affirmative yeah. action, was a part of that too. But I, in my thinking, here's how they um, benefited from the affirmative action because they were legit doing well in school. Absolutely. I don't think that they would, even though they were being looked at, right. I don't think if they got in there and didn't perform at a certain level, I don't believe that they would have stayed there. And I think it was like taboo for black people in that era of, of time to perform at a less than level. If you want to go to yeah. Harvard or yeah. Yale, you were and going my to question, do your best. My question there. is, if she thought she was good enough for this type of education, why didn't she actively go at them? Why didn't she apply to them? Because she put, she never said anything about applying to Harvard. She just said, based on affirmative action, they came to her. Yeah, she said, I got into Harvard only because of affirmative and action. And then she proceeded to say how smart she was. So that's kind of contradictory. It, 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 it's not just because. It's, I, I got the eyes, but my intelligence kept me there. And that's the good... So that's what I'm saying. That's how they help them. But today, how they just letting it, they letting anybody? It, I in. think they're just letting anybody in. And that's stay. why they're saying that the, the 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 graduation rate for for uh, black and Hispanics has plummeted because they're letting people in solely on the color of their skin, solely on the color of your skin, and they're not the content not, of their character, the like content, my boy right. Martin Luther King say. And isn't that what he wanted? He Absolutely. wanted us. It was it was about Martin Luther King Jr. in the 1960s was fighting for black people. Yes, he was. But it was for civil rights, human rights. We were yes. not going to be continue to be spat on, you know, our houses, you burning down our houses as being He wanted to level the playing field. So, and you have to look at him. He was an educated man in Georgia who went to college, who became a doctor. Like, he, did he go to Morehouse? He, I think, yes, he, he did. And then he went to another college. He went to a seminary college. Hmm. Um, uh, I can't remember the name. I had studied this, but I don't remember the name of it. But and that's where he became a doctor. And so he, I, and you didn't ever hear him have an excuse as to, you know, I, they, he did it and he sat and he studied and yeah. he read and a lot. And it was never an excuse as somebody, you know, somebody I, probably They won't did, help me. You know, and somebody probably did help him. But I think ultimately he knew that it was on him to, to it help It was himself. on the content of his character because he can't preach something and not live it himself. And that's what, and, and it still goes back to that being a different time of what the black so it was actually harder, harder back then. Because it was discrimination. Yeah, absolutely. And he, and he went. And he went to um, a, a seminary school that was white men, and he was like, I don't know if I'm going to fit in here. He didn't know that him going there, he, he feared going there because it was a white school. But they accepted him because, shoot, we in school. He on We trying to, you know, exactly. Yeah. He didn't yeah. go in there. And not because um, if I'm if I'm at an MIT or I'm at a Harvard and you just, go there to do your best. Exactly. Just say I'm white. If I see some some black person or Hispanic in there just just doing whatever, I'm have a problem, too. Yeah, because you don't. I, 
There are very few opportunities in these schools. Right. So for you, you to you give it to off? someone that is a slacker yeah. or a media uh, who thrives in mediocrity, I would be mad if I was an Asian too when I've been putting in all this work, doing all the right things, and I'm being overlooked because I'm not black. Yeah. Man, I go turn myself black if I was Asian. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Or I would just mark down black. Let let me let them get me in there, and then. Figure it out from there. Figure it out. But Straight yeah, up. so I, there was a standard to things, and we um, we don't hold up to those standards. We don't like today. standards. Um, you know, the Asian community community they do hold up to standards. They are about studying. They are about you know um, working harder and making sure they are, are obtaining the knowledge that they need to mm-hmm. know in order to get into get into these schools. You know, they are they leave school. And then they go home for their for their parents to say, okay, you need to study more. Straight up. Because practice practice makes Repetition. better. Repetition definitely makes better. And I've learned that from being a homeschool mom and seeing that with math, with my girls, they get math, right? But it they need something that is repetitive. They need something every day. And so I had learned from a, um, a Robinson curriculum that children should do math six days a week. Hmm. And so what have I done? Oh, it's math six days a week. Don't give them room to forget. Don't give them room to forget. And then, you know, right now it's summertime, right? So Asian families are probably, you know, you've probably, they probably it's have still the same food, routine. The same routine. Ain't and no so, summertime. Ain't no breaks. Right. And so that's what I've learned because I see a lot of, you know, it, that's four months out of school. And you're not retaining anything. And then you say, well, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to get a a 3.8 and then I'm going to get into Harvard. Like, where is the where is the merit? Like, where is the hard work? Where and and parents, are you holding your child accountable? Are they just book smart? Like, you know, like it's one thing to be book smart and then like intelligent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like anybody can remember a few things. Right. But are you like studying to get it? Or like it's it's a whole thing, and I've been I've been reading into it because I the the person who I've been looking at is um what this called the Robinson curriculum, and his name is Art Robinson. He was a um he's some type of uh uh something in Ohio. So he went from creating. He's a widower. He's a scientist, but he's a widower. And so the whole point of him creating this curriculum was because um his wife died. He had six children, five five or six children, and he needed to figure out how to teach his children, but him still work. So what he did, he had this, his children teach themselves. Hmm. And so you know, how many people are thinking like that? We all think we have to be hands-on with teaching our children. Well, I just learned, nope, you give your child what they need and they in order for in order for a child to learn something, they have to teach it themselves. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my goodness." And if you teach something to yourself, you are more likely to retain it and then forget it from somebody else teaching teaching it to you. Mm-hmm. Um so that was the interesting. So we we look at the the Asian community and then we look at the black community. And here's one big thing that I would give to, you know, us black, you black parents. You taught your child to, you know, walk, maybe help them walk. You didn't teach them how to walk because they had to figure that out on their own. But you taught them how to talk and you taught them, no, you taught them, no, you can't do that right from wrong, right? 
you can do this with enough time you can teach a child anything anything um don't leave it up to these public school teachers to teach them you know history or to teach them how to write or to teach them how to read read how to read like teach them it's never too late to take a book and read aloud with your child and discuss it with them or have them write a paper um like ben carson that is how he became a doctor his mama could not read Hmm. but because she knew she couldn't read she had her children go to the library and pick books and every book that they read they had to write a a book report on it so that is how even though she couldn't read it she still had to do it she still had to do it and they turned it into her and so that's how and whatever you may say about clarence thomas or about ben carson right you have to look at their stories to understand they got there because they put in work. No matter how you view them or you may disagree, if you knew their stories, it's, it's interesting. And I just thought that Ben Carson's story was very interesting. And then you have to think, he went to, I can't remember what school he went to. So was he chosen because of affirmative action, you know, right? Or was he chosen because of the work that his mother said, this is what hmm. you're going to do. So you don't know, but I think we need to put that work in w- with our children. We have to put that work in. And I know that we have our own lives, but what's more important, what's more important? we have to think about our children because these are the ones who are going to be leading tomorrow and years to come. Mm-hmm. And we can't have ignorant people out here running the country, lawyers, doctors, because if we allow this to keep going on, they're only going to make it easier for people to get into positions. So with that, we're going to have, you want somebody who who became a doctor just because they black? You ain't going to be operating on me. You want somebody representing you in the courtroom who's only there because they black? You ain't going to be representing me. So we have to do the work. And I know people are scared of that word work. Man, are we scared of work? But we cannot continue to thrive in mediocrity and do all the things, just do the bare minimum to get to where we're trying to go because the world is saying that affirmative action ain't working. It wasn't working. All of the people who are a part of it, or most of the people who are a part of it, failed. So we have to put in that work to get to those positions. We got to put in the work and not listen to, you know, I I know she's a Supreme Court justice, but to listen to Ketanji Brown Jackson and to say, you know, this was a setback or uh, Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor. There is, I don't, for me, I don't believe there is a setback. I think this is a good thing. I think it's a win. I think this is a good thing. Um, I said it in the beginning. So we can get y'all unintelligent black folks out of there. And, Y'all in people way. And I also want to say this because and Hispanics, um, we we tend to. Uh, I meant to look up the, the the statistics on that, but that's not what I'm talking about. We need to also stop telling every child who we come in contact with that they can go to college, right? The um, college is not for everyone. I know parents used to tell us that we can be whatever we want to be, but be. in re- in reality, we cannot. Um, so I would like us to stop pushing that college narrative, Hmm. um, find you a trade to get a trade. I would also like us to stop pushing the be an athlete, um, narrative as well. But if you're, if your child is showing that they're not ready for college, you know, 
let them find it. Let them get a job. Figure out what they can do to, yeah. you know, help you or, or something. Let them get a little bit of life experience. And, and with the trades, we're getting into a time where we have all of these AIs and all these computers and robots. If you're not in something that a robot cannot do, it's only a matter of time before you will be unemployed. Because Working with your hands cannot be replaced by a robot, an AI, or any of that stuff. Because there, there are so many, me being a pipe fitter and a plumber, there are so many variables out in the field that it would be almost impossible for a robot to do the job. You have, man, it's so much going on. There's so much to do. There's the, the thought behind it, all of these things. I can't see a robot or anything like that doing the job that we do on a regular basis in the trade industry. I agree. I, I, I'm with you. So get your mind right. I'm with you. Get your hands right. Get your hands. Straight what, up. What is, what's wrong? Like, there's, if you, and if you learn a trade, then that can teach, that can take you into entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Right? So you learn how to be an electrician. You learn how to be a plumber. You know, you could start your own business and mm -hmm. then have your own crew. And then you're the you're the head. And but you know what you want and yeah, you know absolutely. all of this. So I stop pushing that college narrative. Stop pushing that debt narrative as well. Like you, like student you loans. know, student loans. That's another thing we're mad at. <laughs> well, I think we should be mad about that because they said it's unconstitutional. Because college should be free. That is that that should be true because college should be free. If any and, and you when you you put this price tag on it, right, you go to mm -hmm. a school that's thirty six thousand dollars. You put this price tag, you know, doggone well, I ain't got thirty six thousand dollars. People so I making to, <laughs> people barely making thirty six thousand so dollars. I have to get a loan from Sally Mae. I got to get a loan from yeah. a hella. Right. I think that's how you pronounce it. That's my loan person. Right. You have to <laughs> you have to get the loans and you have to say do I do I qualify? Yeah. Like, and they say get scholarships. Scholarships and then even hard, you know? even with the the scholarships and I mean even it's with the financial enough. aid, not only is it not enough, but we don't have the financial education Literacy. to even mm -hmm. right. maintain that money. Yeah, because what we tend to do is go out and buy us a car, and that puts us in more in debt because we're make, taking a loan out for a car on top of having a loan for a dog on school and we riding around looking good but we dog on 50 60 dollars in debt so yeah college college should be free and anybody who chooses to go to college should be like okay yeah i'm going this I'm is what i want to do because it's you know I, it's my right right yeah. it's my right to go to school so when you put a price tag on it and then you continue to push hey you need to you need to you need to yeah and then a, a kid will question well, why do I need to? Well, you need to because you need to be educated. You do need to be educated, but not in the sense of college. There is multiple <laughs> ways of education. You don't have to be educated in the sense of college. I will push trades. You could be a truck driver. It's like the, the truck driving industry. They saying it's booming, but it ain't because people, young people don't want to drive. They don't want to do work. And I'm like, I'm like, do you like my daddy did that? And even in plumbing, <laughs> they're saying that 
that they they don't they're not getting new people in. People, man, I, I've seen so many black people. I've tried to turn on the plumbing, but they, I'm not paying in no doo doo. I'm not, not I'm not doing that. Is. Man, that's that's just a, a part of it. New construction, it's all new stuff. Mm-hmm. You won't touch any kind of doo doo or nothing like that. By the time the doo doo get in there, you long gone. So it's like you're. Your mindset on how how the world how society puts things yeah. into place and and you know you you we, we downplay janitors we watch we TV down, too, we, we watch too much TV Lord we do too much social social media social media social media too and we much. play too many games we <laughs> yeah. out here just lost in la la land and now they talking about making virtual reality and all of that there man we gonna be some ignorant folks. So the route, it's not going to be easy anymore. And I don't think it should be easy. I think we do need to work harder. Absolutely. We shouldn't work harder. We should work smarter, but I think we need to put more, you know, effort, put, get these young, energy, get these young men out in the sun. Yeah. It's too hot. No, get out in the sun. Get out there in the sun. Get your right? behind outside. Teach them how to use your hands. I y'all think, always talking about y'all outside, but y'all just be standing out there. Um, I don't think girls, women should be doing all that. And I'm going to tell you, there's some that. women out there that's doing it. Yeah, they are. I, but I, me personally, I don't think they should be, but they are doing it yeah. because they know, they see the benefit of it. So what is wrong with with teaching? You know, let's, let's just teach. Let's teach this. Um, I agree with the affirmative action. You agree with the fact that they cut it out. Yeah, that they, with the ruling of it. Yeah. I agree with the ruling of affirmative action. Yeah, I don't agree with affirmative action. Not with action. affirmative action. No. I don't feel like anybody should get anything based on the color of their skin. No. And it's it, And if you feel like that then sh- shame on you because that means you we cannot walk around and be like I'm black. So give me this. And we've been doing that. I deserve that. this cuz I'm black. This. You can look at what is it the Black Lives Matter. You can look at um what else is there? There's so many things that black people have been a BET, right? You can, you, we're so attached to that because it's black. Gimme, 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 gimme. Mm-hmm. Well, gimme got shot, Straight right? Up. So, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so we gotta work harder and we have to want more for ourselves. Um, no more mediocrity. Let's make sure our children are studying, that they create study habits. Now, if you don't want to do the, you know, if you're solely depending on public school to teach math, I triple dog dare you to find some workbooks or create your own math at home and have your child do it. Place some kind of standards above what the school is doing. Yes, because they're they're doing the bare minimum. Do read aloud. If you like have your child read aloud to you. Right. We used to think that was embarrassing in class when you had to read aloud. And that was because because people people didn't know how to read. read, Right. So if you're like, well, the teacher, no, have your child Mm. A it's your fault. A it triple dog dare you again. Have your child read aloud to you. If they start struggling, I got something for you. It's called the McGuffey Readers, and huh. it helps with phonics, and it helps with basic reading skills. So if they're doing that, and then you read aloud to them, just find some books. Right now, we're on some, we're on raw doll. Even if y'all have to learn how to read together. Together. Do it together. And that's what, like, I think. You ain't going to be embarrassed, because neither one of y'all know how to read. <laughs> this is Straight up. No. Um, I learned so much from just working like 
finding history facts for the girls and like I have to have 99.5% of the things that I learned, I did not learn in school. And if I did learn in school, I just learned the basis of and, it. Or I forgot it. Or I, yeah, I forgot. So to go in depth and just learn more history and make sure that our children are prepared, that's on us. Um, it's not even on, because even when children go to, even when your child goes to college, it's on them to know how to study. Absolutely. It's on them to get their assignments done. It's on them to follow the syllabus. That, because that school, that university is going to assume they already know these things. Right. So they're not going to go back and teach you things that they feel like you should already know. But you, They're going to keep it moving. But you know what? If you fail, you just fail. No. No. Look. I didn't went to little community colleges. Well, UHD isn't really small; it's kind of big, but it's pair. It's the the thing to you, uh, University of Houston. But from what I've seen at UHD, because these young children, mind you, I was like the oldest, and so everybody else was like coming in, you know, twenty some years old. I'm thirty two years old, and these children were coming in and didn't know how to write. And so the te- the professor, not the teacher, the professor was all like, I'm going to give y'all more time. Well, I, in my mind, I'm like, why are we getting more time? Because I already finished my stuff. I'm on to the I'm next. On. Ain't no more time. More time. Well, I That's saw, affirmative action. I think that I think so. Well, these they're trying to make it easy for people. And then it was like, well, the professor was like, well, they didn't, y'all didn't understand the assignment, so I'm going to give you more time. When you got a deadline so in you, the real world, it ain't can, no more time. I was like, so we have an extension? I like, wish they would give me some more time on my rent. <laughs> right? You have until the third. But uh, I was like, we have more time. But I was ready because I was always ready. So that I was like, what in the world? They making it dumb, stupid. So, um, I think in my poetry class, people didn't understand like the poetry and they didn't understand like the, the syllabus and they didn't understand the instructions. And I was like, it is black and white, clear as day, what they he is asking us to do. And I was like, <laughs> we were in group chats and they were like, I don't understand. And so here I am, grandma, explaining. <laughs> to the kids who <laughs> are supposed to know these things already. I was like, what is this? There was, uh, and matter of fact, just that I'm thinking in all my classes, there were some dummies. I'm not going to call them dummies. They weren't dummies. Unintelligent. They were not using their brains. And I was like, what is this? What are you doing? What are you going to do? Yeah, so I'm like, what is this? And but the extension part is what got me. We even had extensions on our um, our final exam. So they'll give you a deadline and then push the deadline back because people couldn't get because it right. Because people couldn't get it, and I was like, this is this is man, move right along. This is you know, and it's like, but I, so but that gave me time to you know kind to go to go over my Proof stuff and, and do whatever. Yeah, but I was yeah, like, yeah. I was ready, so I was like, you are. You, professor, you are dumbing things down, and and it's not because it's probably not because of their choice. It's because we need these people to pass this. You know this. this we got quotas. This this, this class. We got to get like, them in and not. Look, and that's UHD. That was that was a University of Houston downtown. Damn. So I was like, what is what is going hmm. 
on. I'm, and that's just me looking back at it and saying, so you weren't prepared, but here I am. But I, I could, but I could take that too. Cause at 18, I wasn't prepared and I went to HCC and I sure as heck wasn't prepared. And then in the same sense, I saw older people. I was in, oh, I, I was physically going to class at HCC. And you seen older people? And they were, they were, they were my buddies. Okay. They, huh. <laughs> um, they were, I, I can't remember her name. And I, I remember his name, but they, they were um, in there and, but they were taking it seriously. Yeah. Because when you get to a certain age, you ain't got time for no more games. They were taking it super seriously but i wasn't like playing off or whatever i did what i had to do and all that but it was just like i'm looking now into day and these are this is an online class we have our syllabus ready we have our books and they're like i don't understand they were they didn't under i took a um i took some class about african-american some uh, study something it wasn't african-american studies but it was a class about you know, black and white and all this. And so we had to do a project. And so you have to pick a movie and explain the movie. So I chose white men can't jump. Hmm. And some of these children, um, they were children. I'm going to be honest. They were children. They just didn't get the concept of the movies. And I can't, I, I got to find my syllabus to find out the other movies, but it was just, it was mind boggling because they did not want to use their brains. They were not prepared. And so if you're in community college and you're getting this type of treatment, what is happening in the big leagues? Yep. They letting anybody, they giving you more deadlines. They pushing deadlines back. They allowing you to, 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 to make all these doggone mistakes with no consequences. And wait, one more time. One more thing. I had wrote a paper. I had found a thing. I had wrote a paper about, uh, no, she had, she had sent us something. You had to choose like one of the articles and one of the articles that my, that I chose that the professor had given was about, um, the police and a little black boy, but the little black boy had been stealing from the store and his parents weren't doing anything because they were working. And so, the, and so the police had kept picking him up, picking him up. And so then he going to sit in the back of the police car and cry. And so I was like, he, they didn't do nothing, you know, like, so this, so the professor kind of, I got to find this paper too. The professor to this, to, to me was kind of like, I see what you're saying, but nah. Huh. I had a partner do me like that. I was like, what? We it, got caught up. He started crying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she was, but my professor was like, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but that's not the premise of what I wanted you to write for this paper. I was like, well, dang. Well, I guess Shut you down. I'm just, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, she didn't give me the highest grade that I deserved on that paper neither. But, oh. you know, what do I know? I'm not a professor. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, so I'm looking at that. It's like, what are we what are we doing in these colleges? I feel like there are colleges for people specifically who want to do the bare minimum. Well, I didn't want to do the bare minimum. I was showing out. You know I was showing out. <laughs> I'm going to show y'all I know what's going on. I was stressed, okay? Yeah, I was stressed out because, because my parents raised me, and I think they raised all my siblings. Like, you do your best. You need excellence. You do your best. Straight up. Why would you, why would you be mediocre in things that, that you can do well? Yeah. That's not okay. Not at all. Like that's that's not that's not okay. So this this thing is crazy. I think we can do better. Um, 
because you got some people who are suggesting that because of affirmative action, we're just not smart. We're down. There's people that are saying that. Blatantly. That, that, like, like there, there's a person, whatever her name is, she's a nobody, because don't nobody know who she is. <laughs> yeah, sure. But uh, she specifically said black people will never be able to, to be successful without affirmative action. So today's, her name is Erica Marsh, quote, Today's Supreme Court decision is a direct attack on black people. No black person will be able to succeed in a merit-based system, which is exactly why affirmative action-based programs were needed. Today's decision is a travesty. End quote. She thought she she was up. But she was she she down. She died. She thought that she thought what she, she said was it. just going to be amazing. Man, she thought she hit a home run. You are. She hit a ground ball <laughs> that was a foul. Like, for you to say that, that, that we're dumb, basically, that's essentially. Basically what, I mean, that's what the whole affirmative action is saying. Like, you're not smart enough. But I'm going to choose gonna you because of color a little, And we're going to give you a boost. You're and I, man, I completely understand why the Asian community is mad. I'll be mad too. You're the runts. Man, I do all this stuff. I've been I've been doing this stuff. I've been putting this work in. I've been working hard. I did all these hours, this blood, sweat, and tears. And you gonna overlook me because of skin? Because of skin color. Man, y'all better go to some HBCU. And that's why why aren't we pushing that? These HBCUs were built by us, and then or black people. And then you'll have people say, "Well, they were built by white people." Yes, they were, but, but they're historic black. They're colleges and universities. Black. Okay, so that's what we got. Straight up, we need to use it. We if need you to think about it, it, white people built a lot of things. <laughs> PWIs, straight up, white institutions. But they built them projects you live in too. But we do have HBCUs, and I don't see enough people pushing those. I don't see enough people putting money into those um we get excited when we saw we got excited when Deion sanders was at jackson state now he's not but you don't hear anything about jackson state right you don't really hear anything well you know you don't really hear anything about tsu you i mean you you do hear a lot about pv right you hear a lot you hear a lot about morehouse and spellman but i mean that's just a that's a major part of atlanta i don't be hearing that i be hearing it sometimes i I hear but on a major on a major scale now and then, like, and then you have what here in Houston, it's U of H. There's Rice University. Yeah. They change HBU, Houston Baptist University. They change it to some Houston Baptist But college. Rice would be considered an Ivy League, is an Ivy League school, yes, too. Yes, it is. And I think that uh, Look, they accept you on merit. Man, because the girls, I- Isabel wants to be an architect. And I was like, baby, girl. You're going to have to come with it. You can go to Rice. Because she don't want she she wants to she's like that's near grandma she wants to go to college near my mama like that's down the street. But she, <laughs> she, I was like, look, she ain't going nowhere she, out of no state, she, out of no city. She like like near grandma. I was like, well, okay, you got you you got University of Houston. They all right down. You the got street. TSU right down the street. You got Rice and now <laughs> you got <Straight> HCC. <laughs> you she have UHD. There's nothing wrong with HCC. I was like, you got um, UHD, but I was like Rice because of architecture, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was, but you have to get into Rice with on merit. It is not no you just. I know plenty of black folks say, man, I couldn't even get in there. Well, I'm trying. I'm pushing. 
is a bellman. Yeah. Hold on, wait. We need affirmative action back. No. Straight up. Let my daughter in. Let my in. daughter in. She's black. Yeah. <laughs> no. Y'all remember what y'all said. Straight uh, up. Like, no. But one of the rice was one of the schools, and I was mm. like, your grades got to be perfect. Straight up. You need to work hard. And that Straight was just up. my thought. Like, it wasn't about uh, no affirmative action or nothing. It's you got to you work, work hard. hard. And you even if you want to be an architect, that's math. Like, yes, what the is. heck? Engineering. That, isn't that math? Yeah, which I, I don't know. All that stuff is yeah. math. Because all I was going to school for was to be education. So I got I got my education stuff and moved on. <laughs> 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 Move right along. I went trying yeah, to touch if y'all, if y'all want to be at some out of college and do the bare minimum, go to HBCU. I don't even think it's the bare minimum. I think if you, you I think I think you do the you could do the bare minimum. I'm saying that if that's what you want, if you if the bare minimum is what you want to do in a college, oh, you to, need, just to go to college and yeah, get your degree. You need not to be going to or trying to apply to a major university. It ain't for you. Well, it's not. You can't do that anymore. Straight so up. you have to. Have to figure out something. You have to think logically. Still, and HBCUs if you, will will take you just because you're black. And I think for an HBC, they, I don't think they'll take you just because you're black. I think you, you got to have that money. But um, I think that would be a good cultural experience. Absolutely. You know. It, but we want to. We we, we want to cry about <laughs> doggone occupying spaces that. We don't qualify for. And we have the spaces. Absolutely. And we have the spaces. And when I say you, if you want to get go to college and do anything, I'm just saying if you want to go to a less accredited school, an HBCU, it, it may just be for you, or a community college or something like that. Don't be mediocre no, them, them and try HB, to go to doggone Princeton or Yale or Harvard. If your grades aren't showing. Exactly. Got it. That's what I'm. I, I'm not saying that you just. I like don't want to do anything. University of Houston could be on the same level, you know. Or yeah, that would be like a UNC, a University, university of, of North Houston Carolina. Would be like yes, that's a major university. Yeah, University. Of Houston. U- university of Houston is a, is major, a major university. Them they their sports teams play all right. these other it's teams. The Cougars go Cougs. Straight up, you're I right. That, I just said go Cougs. Kinks. I ain't say because yeah. it's the Cougs. They're yeah, the they Cougars. Are the kinks. But yeah, that, uh, there are options for people who uh, don't fit the criteria. I don't think you should place yourself in in a in a position that you're not prepared for mentally um, to succeed in. We got to prepare our children. Mm. We're not preparing them, and I think it's you know sometimes we don't prepare them because we don't know how. Um, we don't prepare them because we've never been in that position. Uh, we we have to prepare our children and. Uh, Get their study habits up. Teach them that not to want things because of the color of their skin or because they deserve. You don't deserve nothing because of the color of your skin, okay? We need to work hard just like everybody else, and we Mm -hmm. need to show. I don't even think we need to show that we belong. We just need to show up for ourselves, and that will show that we belong. Absolutely. It's not about showing out or showing off or or any of that. Hmm. It's are you doing the work to, to know that, hey, I'm an American, 
I belong here. I don't care what the heck you say. I'm doing what I have to do. And that's the mentality that we all need to take. Let your work ethic, let your intelligence speak for itself. You You won't have to say much. You deserve this because you put the work in. Mm -hmm. Not because somebody handed it to you or because somebody gave you a step up or nepotism or none of that mess. But because, hey, I worked hard for this. I studied. So I know I deserve to be in this room. And that's how a lot, if you go back to the 60s, that's how a lot of black um, civil rights people were. I did the work. I belong here. Yeah. MLK knew he belonged in the rooms with JFK mm-hmm. and all like the presidents and signing all off the, you know, the civil rights. Cause he act. sure couldn't get in there and lack the intelligence. Cause that was going to speak for itself. They're going to be like, bro, why are you here? Yeah. How did Absolutely. you get here? You have to think about Malcolm X going to, um, Going and traveling and having these these intellectual conversations. Yeah. If have y'all ever, if you go on YouTube and just look at uh, look up some of Malcolm X's um, conversations that they would have while sitting, you know, around the table that they were having with these white men, um, James Baldwin, like, and in a lot of <laughs> cases they were talking over their heads. Man, oh my gosh! Like, where is that intelligent speaking from? We we get caught up in you sound white. You oh my gosh. What does that mean? I seen a commercial where Gabrielle Union was talking proper. About with Candace Owens? Yes. And he said, Yo, where'd that voice come from? You sound like Candace Owens. And I was like, Am I, I didn't know if that was like a, trying to be an insult I or think it not. was. But she clearly said, I don't take that as offense. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Because uh, ghetto is not black culture. <laughs> it shouldn't be black culture. It's not. Ebonics shouldn't be black culture. It's not. Not being able to enunciate or pronounce shouldn't be black culture. One thing that I learned about some of this Ebonics that black people have taken on, some of these words and stuff like redneck, that ain't got nothing to do with us. We didn't come up with that. No, we did not. Rednecks and crackers. I'm sorry, I'm talking about the white people. That (laughs) came from them. That came from Britain. Back way back in like don't get don't get like the thirteen hundreds the fourteen hundreds like during that time period that's what that was when they talk about um uh what is it the ghetto it was not meant for black people it was southern white men and women. That were being talked down to by northerners. By northerners because of their southern draw and because they were not doing anything. They were, were lazy. So it had nothing to do with <laughs> black, people black people and how they were living. And so we took on that terminology. And now people look at us as ghetto, ghetto. and hood and we be speaking Ebonics and all that. But it had nothing to do with us because back then, black people, we set set ourselves high enough you know we dressed and our hair was combed we weren't walking around in flip-flops and with bonnets and with tights on and, and leggings swimsuits you know we in were, public we had our dresses on with our heels if you look at the um uh when they um, selma when they're walking martin luther king and coretta scott king she has her dress on and they in and, the heat you know they in the heat they got full suits on straight up so I know they were sweating. It's integrity. It's about integrity. And um, I don't think we should be mad about the the ruling of the affirmative action. Uh, I think we should embrace it. And that that just means, hey, let me work. Let me work. And like I said, not to show people, but just let me work. 
Let me get this show done. myself. Let me show myself that I'm worthy of being in these spaces. And so that's a way for us to enhance the black community. Hmm. We want to enhance it so bad. And, you know, we, we, just, we just we just out here, just playing out here pl- you know, shaking our behinds and listening to stuff and all this other stuff. Lord have mercy. Let's get into it. How can you respect that? Let's get let's get into it. Let's work and stop trying to live this dream. And let's get let's get educated. Educated. <laughs> yes. Goodness. We got to do better. As black people, Hispanic people, and people, period. That too. People, period. Let's stop this discrimination mess. Let's stop. There's division. And then we continue to be divided because we're not reading, because we want to take, um, we take whatever they say on the news and not read, literally read mm. the stuff. So they fill your head up with all kind of nonsense. Because, you just run with and it. because have you read the, I can't even think of what it's called. Have you read it? Have you read the, 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 what the Supreme Court nope. said? You're just taking people word for it. I read that and I was, that's what I was like. What's it the, confused me why people mad. I didn't, I didn't know. Cause I was like, did they read it? Or were they just going off they of headlines? They just going off of headlines, TV, news people who have incentive to tell you a certain thing. Got to do better. Let's read it for I ourselves. challenge you to do better. I triple dog dare you. I triple, triple, <laughs> quadruple dog it's, dare you. It's triple dog. Yeah. What's that, a Christmas story? He puts yeah. his tongue on. <laughs> Are you willing to put the work in? Ralphie runs away. <laughs> Straight up. Don't run away. Don't be Ralphie. Help that man get his tongue off that pole. That and that that the analogy is black people, let's help each other. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't run. Who, for, for those who didn't catch that. Don't run away. Let's help each other. And yeah. not just black people, all people. All people. We gotta stick together. Mm-hmm. Let's work it out. Yes, goodness. We're gonna work it out. Let's gonna work it out. But um, like uh always, we appreciate everyone who continues to rock with us. If you're feeling generous <laughs> and you want to donate to the Stocker family, the links are in the uh, the description. How you can get a hold of us. Buy me a book. Buy me, yeah, I'm trying to tell you. Yes, goodness. I'm read Cash app us, however you feel, <laughs> whatever you feel. We appreciative of all of uh we are appreciative of all the things that people are doing for us. We're going to keep hitting y'all in the head with this knowledge because that's what we do. We ain't for no pranks. We ain't for no, no bull jive. We are all about educating people, not just our people, people, period, because there are things that all people need to know. All people, because our history, people... <laughs> It's all intertwined. There is no separate black history, mm-hmm. white history, Native American. It all comes together, and it's all one. It's all one, and it all matches up together. So we got it all. We, everybody the plays a part in this we thing. We all play a part in it. So yes, goodness. There's so much divisiveness. There's so much all this. Let's do togetherness. If we learn the truth, we'd be more inclined to be uh, together mm-hmm. because it, everything is together. Everything, it, 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 it falls in line with each other. But um, we appreciate it. Like I said, um, catch us next week with another hot topic for y'all where we're going to educate you some more. <laughs> Straight up. But like always, it's love, peace, and soul. Bye. Like Soul Train, baby. Cheers.